the Pulse WV Live, a network that beats to the heart of God. I'm your host, John Fowler. Hope you're having a great day today, and I know that I am. And every morning when I wake up, I say, Lord, I plead the blood over this day, and I say, Devil, this is going to be a terrible day for you. And uh, that's the best thing to do. Hey, do me a favor. Download our app. Go to our app store or your app store on your Android or your Apple device, the Pulse WV Live. I know I tell you this every podcast, but I want you to do it. If you would, give us a ranking and also download it. It gives you access to 24 hours a day, seven days a week, music, preaching, and teaching, some of the best this side of heaven. Like right now, uh, between 6 a.m. and 9 a.m. is the best in Southern Gospel music. So I do a show for three hours and uh, it's on right now, so you could actually listen to it. I think it's on 6 a.m. to 9 a.m., and then 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. So you can catch it uh, catch it on, on the fly, too. So uh, John Sandy is 4 to 6 weekdays. He'll get you home and all the, also uh, have dinner with you. And uh, we encourage you to, to listen to him, too. And that's all on the app. The Pulse WV Live, a network that beats to the heart of God. Well, we are talking today about how to live in abundance. You know, living in abundance doesn't always mean money. It can mean joy. It can mean peace. It can, uh, you know, abundance of peace in today's society, an abundance of joy in today's society, abundance of health in today's society. I'm going to show you some ways that will help you to walk in abundance within your life and also to help you walk in abundance financially as well. So, Father, I thank you for this podcast as we go around the world today. Lord, we just pray in Jesus' name that you lead us, guide us, and direct us, and we give you thanks and we give you praise and honor in Jesus' name. So here is the question. The Bible emphasizes the concept of abundance, portraying God as a provider who desires to bless his people with more than enough. And I have a scripture for that here in just a second. So one of the things that we have to talk about is overflow. We talk about abundance, but we also talk about overflow. And overflow coordinates with generosity. The principle of generosity is closely linked to abundance. Isn't that so good? So according to what the Bible tells us, when individuals cultivate with the Spirit of God and give when the Spirit of God says to give, then God blesses them abundantly, often resulting in more than enough to meet the needs of them and to share with others. Isn't that what it's all about? So when when we give, and let me give you a scripture Malachi chapter 3 and verse 10 says, bring ye all the tithes. Tithes means 10, 10% of your salary. Uh, and I always give before taxes, so it's always gross. So 10% of, of the gross. If you give 5%, that's not tithe. 10% is tithe. So it says, bring ye all the tithes to the store to the unto the storefront that there may be meat m e a t in my house and prove me this is the only place in the scripture that the bible where god says to test me 
He says, and prove me now herein, saith the Lord of hosts, if I will not open you a window of heaven and pour out a blessing, that there shall not be room enough to receive it. So when you think about this scripture in Malachi, it reinforces the principle that faithful tithers can walk in overflow, walk in the blessings of God. And then as, as you're blessed, then you are able to help others. See, there should not be month at the end of the money. There should be money at the end of the month. And when you get the concept of that and walking in the principles of blessings and prosperity, God can do great things for you. Now, I'm not saying, I'm not telling you to go and empty your, empty your savings account to a preacher or to a ministry or something like that. I'm saying just be obedient to what God wants you to do, Malachi chapter 3, verse 10, so that you can walk in the abundance, so you can walk in prosperity, and so you can walk in the principles of God. So here's a question for you today. If I tithe, will I have an overflow of wealth? Well, there is a connection between tithe and blessings. So I want to encourage you to try it. I want to encourage you to give according to what the Bible says. If you attend a local church, then, then give 10%. You say, well, I can't afford to give 10%. I can't afford not to. I have to give it because it's a principle. Tithing is a biblical principle. The Bible encourages believers to tithe, giving 10% of your income to God. So this is an act of faithfulness in association with God's promises, his blessings, and his provision. That you don't have to worry about no money when you go to the grocery store. You won't have to worry about your bills not being paid because you have provision. Because you, you give, because you trust in God. And this will help you live in the abundant life. So overflow is a result of faithful giving. So listen to this one. Tithing is not a transaction, but an expression of faith. Isn't that good? It's not a transaction, but it's an expression of faith. When done with a sincere heart and trust in God's provision, it opens the door for blessings and overflow in various ways of life, including, a fun, including financial abundance. Let me tell you something, and if you're a tither, he said that he would rebuke the devourer. That means he would rebuke anything that would try to suck out your finances. He, he, he didn't tell you to rebuke it. He said he would rebuke the devourer. And that means that your crops will produce. That means your gardens will look good. That means your bills will be paid. That means there will be extra for you to give in Jesus' name. You say a lot of people say that preachers are just after money. What I want you to do is to walk in the abundant life. If you're struggling financially, you don't have to. And if you're struggling financially and you're not giving, then that explains why. When you look at Proverbs chapter 3, 9 and 10, honor the Lord with thy substance and with thy first fruits 
of thy increase. So shall thy barns be full with plenty, and pressing shall and thy pressing presses shall be busted out with new wine. And this scripture emphasizes the connection between honoring God with one's possessions and the results of abundance that follows. Hallelujah. I'll take it. If you don't want it, I'll take it. So then there's another question that, that people ask me. How do I keep from being broke? Well, you need to use financial wisdom according to the Bible. Practicing financial stewardship. The Bible offers principles of financial stewardship, advocating uh, wise management of resources, budgeting, and avoiding unnecessary debt. Does, does what you own have equity in it versus you're upside down? Well, you know, a lot of people, when they're, they haven't paid their car off, they'll go buy a new car. Well, did you know that when you buy that new car, they take the balance of the old car and put it in with the new car? They say, we'll pay it off for you. Well, you think when they say they'll pay it off, that means you walk away with zero. That's not true. And what's your interest rate? You know, a lot of people don't know these things. They People get credit cards all the time, and people say, well, you know, it's like, uh, I guess I'll just run it up. Seeking God's guidance. So trust in God for financial guidance and seek his will in financial decisions. If you get ready to buy something, pray about that. Now, let me tell you something. One of the dumbest things that people say, well, if the loan goes through, it must be God. Well, if you took God out of the equation and you have good credit, you'll get that loan without God. And that's where you have to be careful. You have to be careful to say, well, you know, if it's God, then I'll get the loan. Well, God wants us to get out of debt, not put us in it. Preach, Brother John. So seeking God's guidance, trusting in God's in God for financial guidance and seeking his will and financial decisions to prevent the pitfall that leads to financial struggles. Financial struggles affects a marriage. It affects your health. It affects your attitude. And God does not want us to walk in financial struggles. And uh, I give you a final scripture here, Proverbs 22 and 7. The rich ruleth over the poor, and the borrowers are a servant to the lender. So this this scripture highlights the potential consequences of debt and the importance of financial uh, prudence. That's a good word for um, George Bush Sr., prudent. You have to be prudent to avoid becoming a slave to financial burdens. That right there will help you. And I want to encourage you to do something. I want you to share this. Share this with your friends. Share this with people that you know so that they can learn this and that God will bless you because you give and then you can bless others. Isn't that wonderful? That's what we need to do. That's what we're doing in Gasaway, West Virginia, at one of our campuses. Uh, we feed 40 children from the elementary school beside the church every Friday, every Friday. And God has made a way for us to do that. And we are so excited about it. So children go home on Friday evening with two lunches, two dinners, two breakfasts and two snacks or three snacks and including, you know, juice and water. And they take a bag home because sometimes that's all they'll have for the weekend, and we are supplying those needs.
because God is helping us to be able to meet that need. Isn't that great? Hey, hey, if you're not where you need to be with Jesus, all you have to do is say, Father, forgive me of my sins. Come into my life and live. Use me for your kingdom, glory, and honor. Man, if you prayed that prayer today, you are saved. God is, has saved you. Get in a Bible-believing church. If you need a Bible, we'll send you one free of charge. And tell somebody, I got saved today. And I do thank all the ones that give to this ministry. And if you want to be one of our partners, I encourage you to do that. Text the word PULSE, P-U-L-S-E, to 1-304-244-3187. Go to thepulsechurch.com and give through PayPal. Check out our website while you're there. Or you can mail your love gift to P.O. Box 141, Gassaway, West Virginia, 26624. Hey, I pray you have a great day. Thanks for listening and watching The Pulse WV Live, a network that beats to the heart of God.